Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, hey, welcome back to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I am so excited to have you hanging out with me today. If this is your very first time finding the podcast, I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you are getting something out of it. Now, I do always love hearing from my audience and I love hearing questions that you may have, things you want me to cover. And so if you have anything like that for me, I just want you to shoot me a quick email at info at gabecoxcoaching.com. Let me know your thoughts on some topics that you want me to cover. And maybe, just maybe, I will record those for one of the future episodes. So this week, my oldest turns sweet 16 and he gets his license, hopefully, on Friday. I also turn the big 4-0. So it kind of feels like a big week for many reasons, but I told him my birthday present was him getting his license because it frees me up at least two to three hours a day. I'm not sure who's more excited, him for the independence or me for not having to leave the house as much. It feels like we're walking into a new season, still very full, but different. He's growing up before my eyes and I have less than two years left with him at home. It just feels a little surreal and I don't think I'm really that old, (laughs) but we all know that seasons change and each new one can be just as sweet. If you find yourself in a place where I am, where a season is coming to an end and you're embracing a new one, just enjoy the moments. They go way too quickly. I know I was told that when I was younger. That time just goes faster and faster the older you get, but it's so true. This is what I want to do this season. Take the time to really enjoy these memories, having good conversations, helping guide him on his last years of childhood. Freeing up my driving time is huge for this because I can get my work done in larger blocks, but also have more time freed up when the kids are at home. My intention for this year is to embrace that, to shut work off when it's done, to ask good questions with my kids, to really learn more about who they are and what God created them to do. I want to help draw out their giftings and skills. I want to help lead them closer to the Lord. All that comes with being intentional with my time and not allowing my work to overtake my life. I love what I do, so I do it as much as I can, but I've found that's not really healthy for me and always leads to burnout or me getting sick. I want to be a good coach but I also want to be a good mom. I want to have healthy boundaries to be able to work in the time that I have. Here's where today's topic comes in. Recently, I was talking with one of my coaching clients and she was feeling the overwhelm of too much on her plate and feeling like she'll never get back down to the 10 to 15 hours a week of work that she would like to be at. 
She added a few too many projects and a few too many collaboration opportunities that she couldn't keep up with the maintenance of her business and fit it all in. On top of that, she had a season change as well that she didn't fully get to embrace because of all she found she had to do with work. Now, I encouraged her to take the time out that she needed to, but every week she found herself working more and falling into that grind. From an outsider's perspective, I could see some of what was going on and I told her, you can build your business in the time you want to if you're willing to work in that amount of time. Did you hear that? You can build your business in the time you want to if you're willing to work in that amount of time. You could say the same for goals. You can hit your goals in the time you have if you're willing to work in that amount of time. So what does that mean exactly? It means being intentional with the projects you're working on and the timelines that you have. It means shutting off work no matter what when that time is done. It means really working to balance home life and work life, which doesn't necessarily mean that they are equal in how you spend your time. So what is the amount of time you want to be spending on your work each week? Are you sticking to that time frame? Do you find yourself needing to finish one more thing, just one more thing before you shut your work brain off? Do you find yourself up at night thinking about the things you need to do? I know I've been there. I've been working through that myself. And I'm a really good coach at helping others organize their work and their life balance and at putting their work away when it's time. But I've found myself in little pickles because I love my work so much that sometimes I do let it overwhelm me. I do let it take priority over other things. And so I have to take a step back a lot of times and go, nope, that's not the way it should be. I need to shut it off when it's time. I need to work in the amount of time that I want to work in. So how do we do this? Let's talk about three things you need to do in order to stick with your work boundaries. The first thing is to say no more often. I know sometimes we like to lead with yes because we want to help everyone else out. We want to do a good job. We want to be seen as someone that people can count on, right? But when we lead with yes, when we say yes too often, people start relying on that. And then it starts bogging down our time and we aren't able to stick to our boundaries. Saying no just means that you are being intentional with what time and what capacity that you have and what is a priority at that moment. And the good news is if you say no to something and then you realize you do have the capacity for it, most likely you can say yes to it, right? And so think about what does come your way. There are so many different great opportunities. Like people could ask you to be to speak at an event. You could do some different virtual summits. You could do collaborations like different bundles or just a lot of different things. Take on additional clients. But you need to think about what your priorities are at that moment and how much time you have for those different opportunities or projects. Is saying yes going to overstep your boundaries of the time that you have? If it is, then politely saying no is probably the best choice. Sometimes saying no to the good is you waiting for the best. Sometimes saying no is you eliminating a distraction from getting done what you need to get done. So say no more often. The second thing you need to do in order to stick with your work boundaries is to understand the difference between project time and timely tasks. Okay, what do I mean by those? Timely tasks are things that just need to get done in a very 
timely fashion. They have a set deadline. Maybe they're a daily task or a weekly task or something that you actively need to do to keep your business up and running. So that could look like customer support in your email inbox. You do need to be available in some form or fashion and respond to people so that they know that you're going to give them good customer service, right? So that would be a timely task. Now, if you are a podcaster or a YouTuber, probably creating that episode or that video every week is a timely task. That's something that you just do. It's a consistency thing. Project time would be things like setting up your website, writing your website, working on SEO. Maybe it's adding additional blog posts. Projects could be being a part of a collaboration. It could be running your own summit. There are so many different things. It could be creating a product, right? Projects are things that are a little less timely. Yes, you will probably want a deadline on them. Yes, you want to get them done. But it's not going to be the end of the world if you don't get it done in one week. So when it comes to projects, I like to help my clients determine how much time they have in their week to spend on project time, maybe even to set a timer for when they're working on those things. And when that time is done, then they have to set it aside until the following week, because otherwise we can get stuck in the fact that we want to finish it. Oh, we're on a roll. So let's just keep going. But then we run out of time at the end of the week or we get burnt out or we just spend too much time. And then we're not getting that balance that we want to have. So timely tasks need to get done. Project tasks, project time needs to be a set amount of time. So for instance, again, changing, like last week, we talked about changing up the timeline or the expectations. So if you only have two to three hours a week to work on projects, then you need to think about the deadline matching up with that. Don't overextend yourself. Don't expect to have it done next week if you only have that couple hours to work on it. Plan it out accordingly so that it can get done in a good amount of time. It can get done when you want, but you give yourself that room, right? So that's the difference between project time and timely tasks. The third thing you need to do in order to stick with your work boundaries is to change your expectations. Now, I know I talked about that a little bit with the project time, but depending on how much time you want to or can put towards your business, you may have to change your timelines for when you want certain things to happen. So for example, maybe you're expecting you want to earn 3000 a month in a few months. Okay, maybe that's possible, but if you only have eight hours to work on your business a week, then you may want to change those expectations a little bit and make it a little bit more gradual. Maybe your first goal is to earn your first $1,000 and then to have it consistently hitting $1,000 a month. And then you move it to $2,000 and then you move it to $3,000. The cool thing about online business is that it really can be incremental growth and it can continue building on each other. And so one thing that I've learned in my own business, I don't have as much time to spend on my personal business. I do have a couple clients I work for, which is a part of my business, but growing my podcast and growing my programs and things like that, I've had to shift my expectations a little bit. I can't do it just like everybody else does or quote unquote, what everyone else is doing, right? I have to do it in the time I have. And so my 
timelines and my expectations have shifted to meet that. And it really helps me to stop comparing myself and asking, why am I not further along? How come I'm not where they are? It seems like they hit the they hit their goal overnight. You know, all these things that we do to really kind of imposter syndrome or to really feel like, am I good enough to do this or whatnot? But really, if we just shifted those expectations, those expectations would fall off of us. So I really want you to think about that. Think about how much time you have and then decide what those goals should be whether it's the monetary goals or goals just to have certain projects done or to build your business, to gain your audience, whatever it is, just think about that in the capacity that you have. So again, here are the three things that you need to do in order to work your business or goals in the time that you want. First, say no more often. Second, understand project time versus timely tasks. And three, change your expectations. If you do these three things, then I am certain you can build your business or achieve your goals in the amount of time that you want to spend on it. So remember that, post that somewhere. You can build your business in the time you want if you're willing to work in that amount of time. You can hit your goals in the time you have if you're willing to work in that amount of time. That's all I have for you today. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.